0: How do you find your story when the well is running dry, dry, dry? Remember the story of the princess and the frog? I do. I remember. That, my friends, is the sound of my e scooter battery charger. It sounds rather like a hairdryer, I think, and it reminds me of all those women from my childhood who sat around in hairdressers with strange plastic bubbles around their head, listening to the sound of their hair drying, drying out, drying out their thoughts. Drying out their nerves. I think a lot of women went to hairdressers to dry out their nerves. Or to rinse out their nerves. I know my foster mother does. She also goes to talk. To talk and chat. To the hairdresser and the hairdresser's husband. It's where all the community information comes from. And so when I hear that sound of my charger, which I relate back to the sound of those women sitting underneath plastic bowls, like a strange upturned fish bowl, I think of how we all live strange lives of small enclosed Fish bowls. I'm having me air done. I'm having me air done. It's a reassuring sound. The sound of something drying out. I am drying out. I've just been in the river. I've been in the river every day for the last week or so to kick out the knots in my nerves. Today I did feel very much like a small frog. Frog, frog, frog. There's been much talk of frogs recently. Frogs are in favor and I have been practicing my froggy back leg kick my froggy back leg. How much do you need to write in order to say, today I wrote. I wrote this story. It's called The Princess and the Frog. You may have heard of it before. The Princess and the Frog. A story for when your well is dry. How do you find your story when the well is running dry, dry, dry? Remember the story of the princess and the frog? I do. I remember. I remember. I always felt sorry for the frog. More sorry than I ought. After all, he's only a frog in a bog. A frog in a bog? Said the famous poet, Emily Dickinson. But the princess loves the frog. And she drops her beloved golden ball into the well and asks the frog. Yes, she asks the frog, who lives in the well, please to get my ball out. Please would you get my ball out? A strange request, thinks the frog, a very strange request. He is quite happy to have a ball fall into his well. He is a happy frog. There is ample room, and now, now, he has something to play with on long summer evenings, the happy frog. This is a careless princess, thinks the frog, a very careless princess. She has let her favorite toy fall into the well. Why should I help her out? Why? She is a princess. She would never show me any love or affection. Not the sort of feeling she has for that ball, no, 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 a mere ball after all, a mere ball, although it does look very pretty in the sun. See how it glitters, 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 and the frog began to look at the ball and it dawned upon him what a beautiful thing it was gathering so much light unto itself. More and more light. More and more golden light. More and more. More and more light. I want more, said the frog. I simply want more. And I would like to hold that golden ball between my legs. I would like to sit upon it. My golden throne. I will float upon that ball and she will be my golden boat, my barge. See how she burnishes for me, princess, do you see? Do you see? Frog was by now quite infatuated with the ball and watched it bob up and down, up and down, up and down upon the dank water of the well and so stretched out his hind leg. Oh, bother, he said, oh, bother bother and balls. I will try the other leg. Oh, bother, 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 bother and balls. Frog felt embarrassed and hoped the princess wasn't watching him slip and clamber and splash. Oh, balls, 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 said Frog, who was sometimes known as Froggy. Froggy, Froggy, Froggy. Froggy. Although he had no such intentions, no such intentions he i should tell you was not an honorable frog he would pretend he was rescuing her ball as he slipped and clambered and splashed slipped and clambered and splash splash splashed oh balls said froggy Oh, balls he had no such intentions of rescuing her ball i will keep the ball said the frog to himself, but first I must capture it, I must capture it and take it away, this golden orb, oh yes, this golden orb, she will live with me and keep me company in my well, she will be my bright light, my bright, bright, bright light, my golden future, my future as froggy, golden froggy, yes. The frog was sure. The frog was always sure. But the frog today was very sure. There was a future with this golden sphere. If I cannot be a prince, I will at least have a golden princess. I will have my golden ball. My sphere. And the frog launched himself from the side of the well across the murky surface, making froggy green imprecations to the ball. Froggy green imprecations. Do you know what those sound like? Balls, balls, balls. Like that. Try as hard as he could to get his hind leg over her. I mean the ball, of course. She would not take him. She would not. She was a prickly ball, and her surface was not smooth or refined. No, no, no she was not yielding yielding she had been dropped too many times by her owner drop drop dropped to remain smooth smooth and so the more frog stretched out his weedy legs the more the ball slipped away to the other side splash 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 oh balls After a while, Froggy began to complain. Yes, to complain. Oh, why don't you go back to where you came from, you silly, silly ball? I see now. You have several unsightly bumps and dents, dents, dents. You are not what you seem. No, no, no. You're nothing but a trick of light. A trick of light. That foolish princess has been deceived by your glittering, golden surface. I will spit you out. With my froggy tongue. Gold, you know, can hide a multitude of, of, of. But the frog could not continue. Because Ball was lying on top of him. On top of him. And so I think of Froggy every time I go into the river and I kick my back legs and I start to look at the golden orb of sunlight sparkling away on the surface of the river and I think to myself I mustn't become, I mustn't become too conceited like Froggy. No, no, no. I must not. I must not. And so I wrote this as a reminder. Frog's back legs. Writing should not be directed solely at publication. It is the auction of the mind, said Emily Dickinson, in her no uncertain terms. The cult of celebrity and publicity is a distraction, my golden ball from the nourishing business of making. But my golden ball, I want it, I want it. But writers require privacy, Froggy, not shiny golden balls, not accolades. They need to be left alone to build their own peculiar worlds. Splash, splash, my back legs, don't forget them. Being a princess requires an awful lot of preening. I would have to brush my hair at least once a day. A distraction from the real work. Self-distraction. Breeds the tyranny of anxiety. And you don't write, then. Because you want a golden orb. No, no, you don't write. Because you want a golden orb, Froggy. Don't be foolish, Froggy. Don't be foolish. Foolish! Splash, splash! My back legs are kicking, and just a tiny augury—a sighting today. As I was swimming and kicking my green back legs, feeling quite like Froggy, I suddenly saw. Two herons fly across the sky, very close to me, very close indeed. And I looked up, and I said, glorious, 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 two herons crossing the sky. What a blessing. What a blessing. Sky augury because the sky speaks back too you know you just have to watch and wait and listen Thank you for listening to A Reading Life A Writing Life If you've enjoyed this podcast, please like it, give us a review, or mention us to friends or on social media. Thank you.